everything technology from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is for you. Welcome to Your Tech Life. This is episode 351. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology and Alcatel. Range of mobile phones, smartphones. You can find them at uh, leading retailers, direct outlets, even corner stores on Alcatel phones. Because they're easy to get, they're affordable, they make them from end to end. They're very good little phones. So we'll tell you about those companies shortly. Uh, on this episode, I want to run through with you almost the entire, but not the entire, because some of it's not entirely tech relevant, so I understand my uh, inability to be relevant at times. Um, the EFTM Best Awards for 2016, I've almost finished announcing them all. And if you're an early adopter, i.e. you download immediately once the podcast is available, you may get a heads up on at least four of the awards because at this very moment of publishing five of them, uh, of recording, five of them haven't been published. I'm going to tell you about every single award. Um, and so some of them you're getting a scoop on. Um, our annual awards at EFTM that we look at and we go, what was good this year? What deserves an award? Um and fill a few categories as well. There's 30 awards. I'll tell you about those shortly. I want to tell you about the Nintendo Entertainment System. It is so much fun. I love it. It's very, very cool. We'll talk about the drama that is getting one here on Your Tech Life, though, as well. I've been using now solidly for a week or more the LG V20 smartphone. The V20 is an interesting phone because it's really their flagship device. It's their I guess, you know, most high-tech other than the the G5, which had all those modular um, whatnots. This one, though, is only available through JB Hi-Fi. So I've been playing with that, and I have views on it. I will share those with you right here on the show. Apple Pay has launched on another 35 banks. There's now 37 uh, financial institutions you can use Apple Pay with. And, of course, the big middle finger still coming from uh, Commonwealth, Westpac, and NAB um, over any of their customers. Not able to get Westpac. I'll tell you about that again, as I love to drone on about. I'm sorry, but that's life. And the coolest game has come to iOS. Tell you about that one as we kick through the end of the show. This is Your Tech Life. I am Trevor Long. So every year for the last three years, I've been doing the EFTM Best Awards. Um, I just think every now and then it's good to pause and go, what was cool? What was cool this year? Um, so we get some nice little plaques made. Um, it's a genuine award. It's not just something for the interwebs. And, uh, you know, look, I'll be honest, Other there are websites that just put logos up and say these win awards. We make awards. Um, we, we spend money on the plaques and we courier them to the winners. and 
they display them proudly in their showrooms from what we've seen of many companies um, in the past couple of years. The 2015 or 2016 awards are going to be triply big, though, because I've also had a bunch of plaques made to take to CES. So at CES in um, 2017, in just six weeks from now, we're going to have a bunch of plaques we're going to hand out to uh, some exciting, fun things we find over there. So, very cool. Anyway, right now, though, we had a bunch of interesting awards to give out. So I want to tell them to you in kind of order of style. So I'll quickly run through the non-tech categories, okay? In terms of lifestyle, um, we gave Best Kitchen Gadget to the Whirlpool Crispin Grill. Do you remember me talking about this microwave that could fry eggs? I did it on the Today Show. I fried an egg live on the Today Show in two minutes. It was great. It worked well. Uh, but it also heats a frozen meat pie from scratch into a crisp, beautiful, easy-to-eat pie. That's a winner for me. Um, Jeff awarded Best Destination to a place called Villa Maria in Auckland. All of these in details are on um, eftm.com.au. Um, best Grooming was the Barangaroo Barbershop. Best Drop was, was the St. Hugo Shiraz 2013 vintage. Best Coffee was Nespresso. And best for her, the Lorna and Bell Smart Handbag. I... You might remember me talking about this one a few months ago as well. A clutch kind of handbag for, for ladies, but it has built into it a battery pack and the cables required to charge your smartphone. So you'll never uh, get lost uh, without charge for your smartphone. So those are those are their lifestyle style awards. In, in the vehicle, the car section of EFTM, Tech Cars and Lifestyle. Uh, best sports car went to the Ford Focus RS. Best in-car tech went to the BMW 7 Series. Now read our review of this because... I mean, this thing has gesture control. You can wave your hand to put the volume up and down. In the back seat, there's a tablet that controls the windows, the seats, everything. This thing is in-car tech through the Razoo. It's brilliant. Best SUV, the Mitsubishi Pajero Sport. Best family car, the Kia Sportage. Best small car, the Honda Civic. And the best luxury car, the Jaguar F-Pace SUV. Love that car. Now, there are some overall awards I'll come to later. But in terms of technology, here's where we went with that. Best wireless sound. Now, there's, these are some of these categories are quite broad. They they are very open ended, and you know what? I make no mistakes about that. I don't care. This is these are our awards, and we love it. Um, best wireless sound we gave to Sonos. There are a lot of wireless um, soundbars. There are a lot of Bluetooth speakers, but in the end, Sonos has an overwhelmingly simple to use system, and you can have one speaker, you can have four, you can have six, you can have ten. There's Soundbars, um, subwoofers, there's small speakers, there's large. For that reason, and their integration with things like Spotify and, and different apps, and frankly, their app and, and software is very, very good. The Sonos is, in my mind, unbeatable when it comes to simply looking at wireless sound. So that's that was a that was actually a contentious award. We did debate that in with much gusto in the team. Um, we also awarded a Best Home Theatre Award. Now, this was a tough one because you could say it could be a projector, it could be a projector screen, it could be a big screen TV, it could be anything. But it could also be the sound system. Now, I looked recently at the Bose um, Lifestyle 650, $7,000 home theatre system, excuse me, has rear, rear wireless speakers, um, the, the smallest of small wireless um, rear speakers and front speakers, Beautiful kind of um, sound bar technology in the center, a beautiful subwoofer, all these great things. But it's $7,000. And as you will understand as we go through these awards, price is important to me. Oh, I think it's all well and good to say that's the best. But at seven grand, who's buying it? 
So I gave the best home theater to the Samsung K950 Dolby Atmos enabled soundbar. I have this here in the man cave right now. I'm hoping to set it up in the lounge room if my wife lets me. Um, and this thing is sensational. It is a huge soundbar, which has Bluetooth, um, optical in, HDMI, all those things. And it does a very good job at making the sound from your TV so much better. There's a big subwoofer. There's two wireless rear speakers. And the simplicity of it is overwhelming. It's, it's just plug and play. You plug it in, they all pair, it works. Secondly, the Dolby Atmos part of it means that it's actually able to bounce sound off the roof so that it sounds like you've got speakers above you. It's eerie, but brilliant. Um, absolutely brilliant. And it's only $2,000. Now, $2,000 is a lot of money to spend on a soundbar. If you were just buying a soundbar, I'd say get one for $9.99. The Sonos, in fact. Get one for $500. They're all good, but this thing's a sound system, and it could be your home theater. I just think that because of that price compared to everything else, um, I honestly think that the Samsung Dolby Atmos soundbar is sensational. So, on to networking. Now, this was a tough one because there's a couple of great products coming out. Um, Google, Netgear, D-Link, they've all got some good products coming out, but we needed to look back on the year, and for my mind, the Netgear Nighthawk X8 has been a soldier in my home, um, given great range, given great speeds, reliability. I can't go past it. The Netgear Nighthawk X8. Now, best gaming. Now, let's be clear. I'm about to tell you about best game. Best gaming, you might think, is controversial also. I went for the BB-8 Sphero with the Force Band. Now, I'll put an asterisk here and tell you up front, because if you're thinking, what? There's a little rule that exists within the EFTM Awards that you can't win a category award and one of the overall awards. So, for example, there is a Best Tech Award overall. If you were a gaming system, you can't win gaming and tech. So just saying that, okay? But the BB-8 Sphero with the Force Band is cool because you can create your own games. You can have fun as a family. You can have fun as an individual. It's highly interactive. The app is sensational. The concept of the Force Band is mind-blowing, and I just think it absolutely deserves an award. The BB-8 Sphero with Force Band is still available now. You can get it at JB Hi-Fi. I saw the Force Band today at JB Hi-Fi for about $130 um, if you've already got last year's BB-8. Now, best game is a much more clear-cut category. And I gave this one to Forza Horizon 3 because I just, I've enjoyed it so much. I've enjoyed driving it. I've enjoyed racing it. I haven't felt I needed to spend more money. I haven't felt compelled to play the storyline. I've just loved driving it. And I think Forza Horizon 3 is cracking great graphics. It's, it's um, set in Australia, so that's also cool. Uh, well worth a look in my mind. Okay, so Forza Horizon 3 for the Xbox wins best game. Now, best smartphone, you'd have to argue one of the uh, one of the iconic awards. And this year, I gave it to the Huawei P9. Pause for thought. Now, the Huawei P9 is an excellent smartphone. It is light. It is thin. It is great to hold. It is a good size. It has great performance. It has a dual lens like a camera. And it's $799. So, 799 for me is a beautiful place in the market price band to get a flagship phone. Uh, so it pretty much price drove that one as well. 
If the Huawei P9 was $1,079, it would not be my best smartphone for the year. I would have to choose between the Sony XZ, the Google Pixel, the Samsung S7, and the Apple iPhone 7. And maybe even the V20 from LG. But it's not. It's $799. And the fact that you can walk in a JB Hi-Fi, buy it outright at $799, blows my mind. So that's my best smartphone for the year. All of these pictures and details of all of these awards are... Um, are available on the website eftm.com.au. Now, best wearable, I gave to the Apple Watch Series 2 because say what you like, this thing is selling well. They are selling a lot of Apple Watches. They've improved it remarkably this year. Um, I just don't think that head for head to head, like for like, you can find a better wearable. It's appealing. It's attractive. It's hugely functional. Uh, the app capabilities uh, are mind blowing. And it sets itself apart from a standard fitness tracker, for example. Um, So I think that you you can't go past the Apple Watch Series 2, in my mind, for best wearable. Now, best watch went to the Garmin Vivo Move. The Garmin Vivo Move, you might have seen Jeff's review at eftm.com today. It looks like a normal analog watch. In fact, it is a normal analog watch. But built into the watch face are some simple little dials that show you your activity and your tracking against goal. So it's a fitness tracker built into a standard watch. So you don't have to look like a loon wearing a little fitness tracker. You can just look like a normal executive wearing a nice analog watch, but you're tracking your steps every day. Very cool. Look, not that I love controversy, but here's another one. Best tablet. I gave it to the Samsung Galaxy Tab Pro S. You know why? Because I used it a lot. And when I use something a lot, that means it's good because it sounds bragging, but I get a lot of choice. I've got a lot of tablets here. I've got a lot of laptops. I've got a lot of phones. So when I go back to something like the Huawei P9, it's got to be best. When I um, use a tablet in in such a, a large amount like the Galaxy Tab Pro S, it's, it's got to be a winner. The uh, best gadget. Now, this is a big one, but it's not a category award for us. Uh, not an overall award. Best gadget. I gave to the Netatmo Weather Station. This cool little thing allows you to monitor your weather Anytime, anywhere in the world, you can see what's happening at home. Now, sounds crazy, but you can then link that with other smart devices in your home. Plus, you can be part of an overall weather picture for your area. It's a very, very cool idea. Uh, best entertainment. Not Foxtel, not Apple TV, not uh, one of the smart TVs. It went to Fetch TV Mini because they've bundled everything Fetch into one little box. Everything except for the recording capability. So you've got all the catch-up services. You've got Netflix. You've got movie rentals, you've got pay TV channels, all in one little tiny box. The best entertainment, Fetch TV Mini. Now, best innovation, Fox Vision. Do you remember me talking about this augmented reality app with Bathurst? I had to give it to Fox Sports Australia for this one. The Fox Vision app was sensational, Australian idea, Australian made, just really well done. So, yep. I, I think best innovation is a um, is a, a right the right choice for that um, for that award and they're the right company for that award so very very cool innovation and the last one specifically in tech is best TV now this was very hard I've been fortunate enough to be using an LG for some time I tried this year the Sony the Panasonic the Hisense um, I've got Samsung at the moment they're, these are excellent excellent TVs. I gave it to the Hisense. I gave it to the Hisense because 
it is, again, affordable. You are getting an excellent quality television, sensational quality, at a fantastic price. Two and a half grand for uh, a 65-inch television it is amazing. So, look, in my mind, the best TV for 2016 is the Hisense ULED. Got no doubt it'll be a challenge again next year, but we'll see how that goes. Now, the overall awards. Now, these awards represent the verticals of EFGM, Tech, Cars, Lifestyle, plus, hey, we're a men's lifestyle publication. We look at the blokes best, and then we give something to the best of the best. So, look, the best car I've awarded to the Volvo S90. Now, you might have seen my video review of this uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, This car is basically autonomous. It can drive itself. It's very, very smart technology. It's beautiful inside. It's it's actually a stunning design car, beautiful ride, very nice to drive. But because it is so smart, honestly, it's it's length ahead. See, it's probably on par in broad usability tech on as a Tesla, but it is such a more beautiful car to look at, to drive, to everything. So best car, 2016 Volvo S60. That's a scoop here on the podcast. Have, won't be publishing that till uh, Thursday tomorrow. Uh, best lifestyle I've given to the Dyson Supersonic hairdryer. Now, in this thing, this is a bloody hairdryer from Dyson. It's completely changed the way hairdryers work, and it goes pretty well, I'm told. Um, so it's been hugely popular on the website, hugely popular with my wife, and for that reason, among others, it is best lifestyle for 2016. Now, best tech. Okay, this is best tech overall, 2016. PlayStation VR. And that's why I mentioned the gaming thing earlier. Uh, PlayStation VR, in my mind, is an unbelievably sensational bit of technology. Uh, It is game-changing. It is awesome. You must try it. If you have a PlayStation, you must save for it and buy it. Um, PlayStation VR wins Best Tech in the the EFTM Best Awards. Two more awards. The Blokes Best goes to the Ford Mustang GT. Great car. Turns heads. Goes well. Love it. And the best of the best. Ferrari Cali T, the California T. Now this, I don't normally go right up to the high-end Ferraris and Lamborghinis for the best of the best because um, the issue is, I mean, they're just not achievable. But see, the thing about the Ferrari Cali T is if I came into money, this and not not amazing amount, but just a huge amount kind of thing, I just think this is the Ferrari I'd buy because it means I can, I can go for a cruise. I don't have to worry about car parks. It's actually a really usable car. The Cali T, the California T, turbocharged Ferrari California. Um, it's it's very, very good. It's very, very good. Beautiful car. So that's our best of the best. Uh, the EFTM Best Awards, we do it every single year because we love awarding um, uh, or, or rewarding or acknowledging great stuff. So why would we not uh, continue with uh, with that as we as we kick along? Uh, into uh, into the new year, we'll do that again at CES. We'll have CES Best Awards, and uh, and again later in 2017, we will have the next round of the EFTM Best Awards. Loved your feedback on that. If you've got any, go to the website. Send me an email: eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technology. It's Christmas coming up. The Vivo Fit Junior is perfect for the kids. Uh, this little fitness tracker is available at Rebel Sport and Amart Online. Um, it's a fitness tracker for kids, but it also tracks and allows them to keep touch with things they're meant to be doing. So you can pro- program in chores. 
Uh, you can set timers around things. So you can set a timer that says brush your teeth for two minutes and they will have to brush their teeth for two minutes. Um, you can track these things as a parent. It's a very nice way of having a conversation about not, not just health and fitness, but also the chores in the home. Share them and track them as a family. A um, little bit of competition between the kids won't, help, won't hurt, will it? Uh, the Vivo Fit Junior. Uh, available now at, um, as I, said, I think, Rebel Sport and Amart is where they originally told me it would be. Um, you can find more details, though, anytime you like at uh, garmin.com.au. So, the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Mini. I actually don't know what the bloody name of the thing is, honestly. It's the Nintendo Classic Mini Entertainment System. Because the Nintendo Entertainment System was the beautiful games console, two-tone grey, big box that came out in the late, or the early 80s, but came to Australia in the late 80s, 1987 or so. Um, Mario, Donkey Kong, all these different great games um, were available as big cartridges. You slot them in and then you off you go. You, uh, you use it and uh, you play great games. 8-bit graphics on the screen, you know, nothing amazing. Um, but fun. Loads of fun. Now, you can buy a Nintendo Entertainment System on eBay, but you can also now buy the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Mini from Nintendo. <clears throat> that is this tiny little thing. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's it's tiny. I can I can squeeze it with my hand. It's that small. I can wrap my hand around it. Um, but it's so simple. It is uh, HDMI out on the back um, and power in. It only comes with a power cable, not a, not a power brick. So you plug it into a, like a USB uh, charger for your smartphone. Uh, around the front, you've got um, a power button and a reset button. The power button obviously turns it on. The reset button brings you back to the main menu at any in, at any time in the game. The controller is almost spot-on identical to the original Nintendo um, Entertainment System controller, and it has a less than two-foot cable, so you have to sit close to the box. Here's the cool thing. Um, you can power this thing with a uh, battery pack charger for your smartphone, um, but it doesn't need to be plugged into a TV. The games are absolutely 100% original. They are easy to play. You can go back to the menu and you can save progress in up to four states, which is pretty cool, four, four different games. You can kind of save the progress in. Um, and all the games are on board. $99. $99. That's all it costs for the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Mini. The problem is it's sold out. <laughs> EB Games sold their first shipment. Target sold their first shipment. Um, EB Games had census-like dramas this year uh, with their uh, th sorry this week with their website trying to take pre-orders. They they delayed them by a day and still had the same bloody dramas the next day, um, and they're all sold out apparently. Now I've spoken to Target and Target tell me that mid December Target will be getting another shipment and they will make that shipment available online only, first come first serve. So. Keep your eyes on the Target website is my advice to you right now. Um, it looks like it's going to be a cracker. This is going to be the hot thing for this Christmas. If you haven't got one, good luck getting one. Uh, if you want one, good luck trying. <laughs> um, there'll be another shipment early next year if you miss out before Christmas. But it's very, very cool. I've got to be honest, I've, I, I played it for a fair while. Um, it's a whole stack of fun. So um, can't help but suggest you give it a crack because... Um, if you, if you loved gaming as a child or you are a child and you want to see what it was like when dad was gaming or you're a grandparent and you want to bring back memories of when the kids first got their, their first Nintendo, then um, the Nintendo Classic Mini is absolutely for you. Very, very cool little gadget. And uh, kudos to, to um, 
uh, Nintendo for the idea and for the execution. Just sadly, they haven't been able to produce as many as they need worldwide to keep up with demand. Unbelievable stuff. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. So I've been using the LG V20 smartphone for the last little while. And I've been impressed. And my money, my number one problem is it's a big phone. I don't actually normally use big, you know, 5.7-inch phones. Um, but here's the cool thing. This actually has a 0.2-inch uh, screen. 0.2. Because it's got two screens on the front. <laughs> it's got the 5.7-inch screen. And then tucked above that to the right-hand side at the top, where you would normally have a big gap next to the camera, they've moved the camera over to the left, and there's a touch screen up the top, which is independent of the main screen. It's an absolutely amazing gimmick. And that's all it is. Um, it's where some notifications occur. So when you're uploading, it might appear there. It's when, if you're in an app, it's where calls will appear. Um, there's simple uh, shortcuts to the torch, the Wi-Fi, the sound, and other things in there. Um, it Look, it's very, very cool. You swipe around to get to apps. You've got your own kind of signature in there. It's great. And I was very impressed by it when I first saw it. But I'm not sure I've used it at all in the in the time that I've been using it, other than to answer calls. But I was forced to answer them there because I was in another app. Outside of that, and that is a great gimmick to have, it's available at JB Hi-Fi for $1,099. So let's be clear, this is more expensive than the base model anything. But it's also a 64-gig smartphone. So there is, um, there is a little bit of an advantage there in terms of capacity. Um, it's... Uh, you know, it's, it's well designed and it's also got the dual camera that we saw on the LG G5. So the dual camera allows you to have that wide angle. So one lens is narrow, the other lens is wide. So you can take a wider view of what you're at right now. It also has these very cool features called um, auto shot. So you can just smile and, and pose at the camera. It will take a photo. You can uh, gesture with a, with a clenched hand to take a selfie. So if you've got the phone sitting somewhere else, you can gesture with a selfie to take it so you don't have to reach for the button. It has a 3,200 milliamp hour battery and it's been lasting very well. It's pretty much a one-day phone because you use it a lot. And it also has on board really high-quality audio. Um, it's got a Bang & Olsen logo on it um, and they haven't mucked around with that. But I'm not sure I noticed the difference listening to any Bluetooth that I was listening to. So, yeah, maybe not so much on that one. Uh, the back pops off, uh, so it's kind of a removable back again, so battery's removable. There is a micro SD slot on this as well. Um, so there's a lot of, lot of good to say about this phone, and probably, um, you know, bat, uh, like for like, it, it bats above its average in the $1,099 price range, without question, but it's still over $1,000. But if you're in the market for those bigger phones, and this is what I'll do in my full review, I'll compare it to the Pixel, um, the, the iPhone, the Samsung, in terms of size and price, um, it's actually really competitive, really competitive, but not available in either telcos, only available at um, JB Hi-Fi. So interesting little decision there. They probably haven't been able to get the telcos to range it. They're a bit over overwhelmed by my models right now, but, uh, you know, well worth a look in my mind. Um, you can check that out. Um, I'll put a review up in the coming days, um, and you will also see um, uh, details of that on um, on the JB Hi-Fi website. Is where I don't have a, I don't have an agreement with JB Hi-Fi, by the way. They're just the they stock so much stuff. It's a place I always kind of mention. But uh, um, yes, the LG V20 is what it's called. V for Victor V20 is what it's called. Great little um, great little device. Well worth looking at if you're looking to buy a phone outright. Uh, right here and right now. 
Express Yourself, folks, the Alcatel Pop 4 uh, is a nice little smartphone. Um, it is a five-inch display. Um, there are other versions, but uh, here in Australia, you'll find it with a five-inch display, some beautiful colors. And this is the kind of device that um, that will quite quite surprise you when you think about the the price, the uh, the the uh, features. Um, Alcatel's Android phones are very fresh. They run a very slick version of Android. And see, Alcatel build these phones from start to finish. They have a single factory that does all the work. They don't have external parties working on the phone. They know their products, and that's how they're able to make them so affordable. So if you're looking for your next smartphone, consider the Alcatel range of smartphones. You can check them out. Just search for Alcatel online, A-L-C-A-T-E-L. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. See, the um, big banks are still giving the middle finger to uh, Australian consumers. So uh, if you're with the Commonwealth, Westpac or NAB, uh, good luck getting Apple Pay. Good news, though, Apple Pay is now available to 37 uh, new banks. I think that takes the total of 39, actually. I might have misspoken earlier. Uh, But 37 new banks made Apple Pay available today. And these are banks that uh, work through a company called um, Cuscal. Cuscal is a uh, kind of banking provider. And they enabled Apple Pay for their clients, and it, may, it was um, it was made available just um, just this uh, this week. In fact, in the last couple of days, Bank of Australia, Bank of Sydney, uh, Australian Unity, Central West Credit Union, the Defence Bank, the Teachers Credit Union, the Police Credit Union. These kinds of banks are the ones that um, that we say are. Uh, um, uh, enabling this now, obviously they join the ANZ and uh, Amex in, in terms of making Apple Pay available, um, but unfortunately we're still getting holdout from Commonwealth, National, and Westpac. So um, yeah, be very um, if you are with one of those banks and you want Apple Pay, be vocal, folks. It's the only way you're going to get it happening. All right, trust me, they don't care otherwise. And here's the funny thing: I love this story. Um, I've been obviously following the A Triple C. Adjudication on the uh, the bank's uh, decision to um, lodge a case with the ACCC to act as a cartel, i.e., negotiate together with Apple, and the A um, the ACCC this week received a submission from the big banks, and in that submission it talks about um, people not being fans of the non-integrated mobile wallet, and that means the little sticker they asked you to stick on the back of your uh, smartphone. Now. They cited the following exchange on Twitter is also reflective of many customers' attitudes towards non-integrated wallets. And the tweet they show is from a guy called Damien Murphy. He says, seriously, 30 more days and I'm opening an Apple, uh, I'm opening an ANZ bank account just to get Apple Pay. Yes, I'm looking at you, NAB. The NAB responded, we've, been, we've recently launched NAB PayTag, which you can attach to the back of your iOS phone and leave the wallet at home. He wrote back, yeah, nah. Because he don't want that. They included that conversation in their submission to the ACCC. Unbelievable. Because I spoke to Damien Murphy. Wasn't hard to get hold of him. <laughs> he wants Apple Pay. He said to me he trusts Apple more than the banks when it comes to apps. He wants Apple Pay. So if the ACCC actually picked up the phone and rings Damien Murphy and say, hey, you've been included in a statement from... Uh, the banks, he'd say, well, can you please get us Apple Pay? This is ridiculous. It's hilarious. The bank's literally fighting over cents. Oh, I don't even think it'll make a, an impact on their profit, for Christ's sake. They are literally fighting over something very, very simple and very, very stupid, um, and they are denying their customers this. But let me say again, 
and again and again. If you do not vote with your feet, they will not know what you're talking about. You must tell them on social media that you want Apple Pay. You must tell them that if you do not get Apple Pay, you will change banks. That is what I did, and I feel all the better for it because ANZ has been a bank to me. Like It's not like I'm getting some special treatment from them. I just changed. I just set up an account. That's where my money goes now. I don't talk to them. I just use my tap and go. Honestly, you've got to vote with your feet. You've got to talk to them. You've got to let them know. Otherwise, they will continue on this tirade towards um, literally ignoring their customers, which is what they do oh so very well. So if you're a Commonwealth, Westpac, or NAB customer, don't wait around for it. Apple Pay ain't coming, folks. You've got to tell them you're moving. Otherwise, they won't do anything about it. Now, just finally, uh, this week's uh, ranting with Trevor Long on Your Tech Life. Um, please don't forget to uh, to listen to Two Bucks Talking Tech every week, of course, because we cover a lot more tech news there. But uh, And I might mention this with Stephen this week, but um, Formula One is now available on the iPhone. Okay, take a deep breath, folks. Formula One now available on the iPhone. I don't think I could be more excited. In fact, I might play it right now. Um, so the Formula One game has been available, obviously, on PlayStation and Xbox. It's a very, very popular game, and Steam. Um, but it is now available on iOS devices. Now, I'm just I'm literally going to play it right now. Okay, you know that. Um, I, I'm swiping through. I'm, I'm choosing my team. Where's Red Bull? Red Bull Racing. I need to go back and change the settings because I hate, um, I really, like, really, really hate music in games. It's my number one pet hate. Just hate music. So silly. So I can now launch a time trial, a weekly event. They have a weekly event where every single week, everyone who has the game gets to um, gets to drive a particular event. This week, for example, and this has changed just in the last few days, um, Lewis Hamilton at, at Baku um, is the race. So you click start, and you're doing the exact same race as everyone else. Not at the same time. You're just trying to set lap times. You can play it over and over and over again. Now, it's got the David Cross com- Croft commentary. Um, built into it as well, which I've turned off, but that's okay. Um, and it's got great sound effects and, honestly, brilliant graphics too. Brilliant graphics. Um, so I'm now driving the game. I'm accelerating with my with my right thumb, and I can brake with my left, and you turn the iPad to steer. It's brilliant. It really is so easy to drive. Um, when you first get used to it, you can set up a lot of assists, so it has, has braking assistance, and it also has steering assistance. Um, but very, very easy to learn and slowly wade away from those assistances. So as I do a lap here of the Baku circuit in Azerbaijan, I can only recommend you, you buy it. It's $14.99, so it's a $15 game, which is a lot of money. I absolutely understand that, but there is no more other purchases. There's no in-app purchases. You don't have to unlock certain teams and drivers. You just drive. You just have fun. And the cool part is that it's you know once you've raced all the tracks and you've won your season or whatever it is that you're doing, you, you can then take part in those races, um, those time trials, with millions of people around the world. Um, and that means that you've got a really cool way of just reusing the game. You can keep playing the game. Um, you don't get bored of the game because there's something new. There's a new task every single week. There's a new um, time to beat. There's new people to beat. So, I mean, I wonder what lap time I'll do here compared to... <laughs> compared to the uh, the best, which was something like a 102. I don't know how he did it because I'm already at 110. I don't even know where the finish line is. Um, I do wonder whether people cheat, but I'll, I'll never really know, will I? Um, this is a long circuit. That's where Daniel Ricciardo went off last year in practice. Um, this, I'm like doing a 120 here. How did someone do a 102? 
I worry about these games that people cheat and they jailbreak their devices or something like that um, to set lap times. It's what happened with Crossy Road when they um, they had a leaderboard. It was like 99999. It's like people were just cheating and jailbreaking. It really ruins it for everyone else, but um, not to be this time. So I set a pretty bad lap time, I'll be honest, <laughs> at Baku, a 147. Um, is what I just did. So, um, is it finished? Oh, no, it's not finished. <laughs> Whoops. DRS came on. A 1.53 was my lap time. So, not great, I'll be honest. Not great. Um, and, uh, yeah, a whole lot of fun. End session. So, um, F1 2016 is now available um, for you to, uh, to, to buy. Um, I really don't know how anyone could have possibly done a 102 on that racetrack, but one day we'll work that out, I'm sure. Um, that is uh, F1 2016, available now on iOS, iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. Apparently coming to Android soon, too. Well, thanks for putting up with me playing games. Um, the other podcast I'd, I'd love you to download, because there's just so much tech in a week, um, is Talking Technology. It's my radio show on TUE every single weeknight. If you're in Sydney, um, you can listen on 954am. You can call in for tech advice, 8 o'clock every single weeknight, Monday to Friday, on TUE Talking Lifestyle, 954am or talkinglifestyle.com.au. And the podcast is available. The full show, um, every single night is podcast, as well as just some of the great interviews of podcasts as well. Talking, excuse me, Talking Technology is what you search for. Uh, it's all happening here in the Tech Man Cave. The awards have almost wrapped up. Uh, I appreciate your support. You're uh, you're listening. You're downloading, and you, you can do you can get in touch with me. Go to Twitter. Uh, just search at Trevor Long. Go to Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. Or go to the website eftm.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back next week.